Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, so this was from our very first episode of Calm Down, where we interviewed Kevin Hart. And hey, good thing, you know, we just were like, hey, we're going to get guests like this every week. So thank you, <laughs> Kevin and Haley, for doing us a solid. This was an it, it seems like a long time ago, but it wasn't. It does seem like a long time ago. And we went there. Yeah. I mean, we talked about sleeping in PJs yep. versus sleeping in the nude. Uh, we talked about taking the L in an argument with your partner. We talked about everything. Yeah, he was so good about, you know, hey, just sometimes you just have to be like, hey, give in, give in. And I love this with him. You know, I don't know a guy who's busier than him, maybe Michael Strahan, but maintaining proper mental health despite, you know, his crazy work schedule, everything he's got going on. Uh, I love the insight. He was he was awesome. Take a listen. The person is more interesting. So your stats are just that. But we can hear and know them all the time. But when you when you get to know who who has a dog and who doesn't, you know, dogs versus cats, underwear versus no draws. You know, are what, you what wearing are you, any? Are you, yeah. are no, you? I'm home. I don't have on pants. So, so really? Yeah, it's different because I'm home. I do too. Yeah, this you're supposed to be comfortable. You're yeah, in your home. Well, that's why yeah, I just granted, lean back. Lean back. Well, I don't even do that. My kids yep. aren't allowed to come to my office during the day because I've been working from home. And it's a gamble every morning. You buzz in here, could be pants <laughs> or not. You know that. And I and I told you guys that several times because I'm running late for a lot of these meetings, a lot of these Zooms and stuff. So sometimes I just get out of bed and haul ass downstairs. I'm a nude sleeper. See, this is information really? that you need to know. I yeah. can't because things uh, just so moved I. and shift. No, I, I like love that. It. I love it. You Who gets yeah. in the bed with clothes? I Who do. Who does that? 
Oh, my God. Wait, is it be, is it for a climate control situation? No, it's because my body's great. Well, that's go. why yeah, I feel you. I mean, I've yeah. seen it, but uh, <laughs> I need my wife to understand what's going on here every night. But you're Look not worried how lucky you are. One to be little next. Roll, at <laughs> one roll over, like the boob maybe hanging all well, over not here. Mine. Or no, mine you know what I mean? That. But nothing's rolling over here. I mean, well, I'm maybe just the saying, things no. are proportionate. Like I, I like it when you do the old Kate Winslet Titanic. Like do lay you? Because that feels like a lot of work. It's a cat's cradle in the bed, and we're not into you know that. What? I want to just give you my whole yes. offering. Aaron, Aaron, grow up. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> grow up. It's, it's extremely immature. Grow up. It's a bed. There's blankets there for a reason. All right. Are you when a, you get out of bed in the morning, it's time to get dressed. When you see, get into bed at night, one sheet. it's time to get undressed. That's yeah. the whole purpose of getting in the bed. Nobody wants to sleep next to a woman with a turtleneck on, and a woman don't want to sleep next to a guy with corduroys on. That would hurt, especially if you are naked. Now we've got chafing. There's a whole situation happening here. All right. So no, uh, you told but oh, I need to tell you, you have four beautiful babies. Yes, uh, I do. And that's why he has them because he sleeps naked. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to, both need to I'll, get going. My um, wife honestly is, is, has gravitated to more clothes as, as the, as the baby count has gone And a chastity belt. She's yes, like, that's yes, a turtleneck. She's, she's a thousand percent more, more dressed than she's ever been today. Like, babe, that's a snowsuit. Mm -hmm, yeah. That's Are weird. you sure you want to wear the long johns? You sure? All right. I guess. Is that a full one? No? Okay. I love, uh, so I'm obsessed with the name Hendrix. I'm, I love Jimi Hendrix, whatever. So I know mm -hmm. your son's name's Hendrix. Where did, was the name derived from Jimmy? I'm always uh, curious I, about name, naming a child because they're stuck with it forever. My name came from a Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition hi. because I okay. was the third kid and my, my mom's like, I don't care, just name her something. And so my dad's like, <laughs> I got a name. And so that's where my name <laughs> came from. I can say, honestly, I am not responsible for any of the names of hmm. my kids. Uh, it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, um, throughout a pregnancy, a woman finds excitement in so much. And, and the naming process and figuring out is one of those things. I'm there to support uh, the list of names and the journey of how and why has always been one that I just sat through and it's whatever you want. You I'm going to go. So, I love that. Jimi Hendrix, my my ex-wife, Tori, she's a massive Jimi Hendrix fan. She wanted to play with the H uh, and the HH because our daughter, Heaven, uh, is Heaven Lee Hart altogether. Heavenly Heart. Aww. I'm not responsible for that. And my son <laughs> is Hendrix Kevin Hart. Once again, not responsible for that. And my kids now, uh, Kayori, my heart, and Kenzo Cash Hart, all great names, not responsible for any of them. <laughs> I can't I can't take the credit for not one name. Okay. Not one name. But I feel like he you're really good at picking your battles with this because I had a girlfriend that just had a new baby and it was a whole like we were calling him the last name for a while. We had to figure it out. Her husband didn't like but I love it. I mean, you're a guy, I I know I've told you this before, I, I need to learn a lot from, especially how to grow that bank account, but picking the battles with your wife. And I feel like your latest special on Netflix did that as well. I, so that's interesting. What other information do you have with picking your battles uh, with marriage, having the baby, the name? What's an, another key one that you would well, I recommend? I don't, I don't have any battles that I can, that I can win. I've, I've done <laughs> yep. my fair share of fucking yeah. up. So at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm just a white flag walking around. You're in the I, red in your bank account. You're in a yeah, constant I'm, overdraft fee situation. You're not going to get any pushback. <laughs> Nothing. No pushback. <laughs> Honey, I think that we should do an outside kitchen. Sure should. Sure. All right. Bop, gotcha. bop, bop. 
<laughs> yes, whatever, whatever those things are. And when I do have a problem, and I can be honest, it's very far, few, and in between. But if I do have a problem with something, because it's so rare, there's never really a thing of where I feel like, you know, there, there needs to be a, a presence that has to be felt. Like, we yeah. got to go to war. So uh, I think that we do a great job of respecting one another. But also, I, I have no problem with saying this is your domain. This is this is your home. And if you're not comfortable in this domain and you don't feel like you have the tools that you need to be able to do what you do at the best level possible, uh, then I'm messing up because, you that's know, these nice. kids are our priority and your energy is important. So that's that's my take on that. I love that. And part of your interview with Jerry on your podcast, uh, to be named later, uh, was that when Jerry was saying that spouses are like rescue dogs. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that was so good. <laughs> it was, so, it was such they a want to be saved. It's so true. And I have a rescue dog. And I'm going to be honest. I bought the first dog. I felt so guilty about buying the first dog that I got a rescue dog. I went to the, a breeder. Well, I see. So then you're going to have to feel guilty and buy a, uh, get a rescue dog. So I, the rescue dog needs a lot of attention. The one I bought, he's like, I'm cool, man. I'm like strutting around this place. I'm doing my thing. The rescue dog's like, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. So it really resonated. <laughs> it with me that spouses are like that so it's, i mean i i agree a thousand percent there's so much that you have to to learn and by the way you know i'm still i'm still learning i'm 41 uh and and you're 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 constantly growing but that partnership that 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 friendship you know that shit's got to be work marriage is it's fucking work you, yeah, you're with a person balance Every day, 365, and even if you're doing something that, you know, allows you to get on the road and come back, you're still with the same person. So you're going to have good days, bad days, but the beauty is figuring out how to overcome those days and still get back to you cool as shit. I love, I love that. You. I love you too. That's, I, that's, the, that's the hard task. And I think when you figure that out, then it becomes a breeze for most. Well, I'm on my second marriage. Uh, this one go. just happened a month ago. So I'm new to the game. Congratulations. But I, thank you, sir. You would have known that had I been allowed to interview Haley again with the Heisman. <laughs> I want to know uh, about having a another baby at 41 because I'm older than you and I didn't know that. The fun facts there. 42, haven't had a kid, need to work yeah. on it. Obviously, I need to get off the road and get into it. No, you need to get naked in bed, apparently, well, apparently is what's happening. Why? Yeah, there's a lot more to it than that. But Sleeping we'll get into that. Sleeping jeans, that's why. <laughs> apparently Marble. I mean, marble counters. High waisted jeans. But are... what is it like having it? I mean, I know you have several kids, but and now another baby at 41, especially when mm. you're just so, I feel like, accustomed to your life, set in your ways. Mm -hmm. Help. It's, it's, I can say right now, the funniest thing Go. for me and my wife, me and my wife are. Please tell me you're flagging her now. in right now. Yes, this is her. She's I knew it. I knew it. Work. I saw the move. Come on well, here. By the way, she's not flagging. She's not like coming in a room to check no. on me because it's an amazing time. She just has no respect for what I do. <laughs> Does she so, have pants on? So, so here, <laughs> I hope yeah, not because she, she's hot. She's just your wife is say hi, really babe. hot. Just poke your head in and say hi. Just poke your head I in. I want some of that so, athletics gear. And this is how this is how you'll be able to like this is what you'll you'll see that I'm really telling the truth because I'll say it in front of her. We laugh so much now looking at what we used to be. Like me and my me and my wife, we were we were road warriors at one point. It was, hey, babe, let's go. We're we're out. We're restaurants, we're lounges, yeah. we're clubs, we're on a plane, we're vacation, we're done, we're boat. Like we were really 
at one point living living our best lives through travel and experience. And, you know, then the babies start to pile up, right? And you really, you really find yourself at a loss for words because you don't know when it went bad. Where, <laughs> when did we get here? Like, like we can't pass eight o'clock, 8 p.m. There's a, there's a weird thing of who falls asleep first. And, and, you know, the, the changing of the guard is now like my wife forever fell asleep on me when I was in those stages. When I was a rabbit, I used to get mad. God damn. Like you go to sleep, you go to sleep so fast. Why 830, you knocked out. And now, now she's built up this schedule. Her bedtime is a little later. My wife can push to 930, which is absurd, by the way. Party. 930, 945. And it's almost as if you're on drugs. I don't know how she stays up this late. I don't know what she's doing. I'm out. You sit me down and you stop talking to me, I'm out. And we realize we were like, the kids fucked us up. Like we we got nothing left. We at the end of the day, we're so tired from baby exchange to conversations with the kids to making sure that the kids are at the extracurricular activities to listening, understanding attitudes versus no attitudes. Why aren't you eating? Why aren't you bathing? Brush your damn teeth. Did you go do your homework? We've been in the house. So you are so invested into your kids lives, lives that you you don't have nothing else. So now we're at this point, like where we, I think we low key, honey, are we scheduling sex? What's yeah. the, what are we doing yeah. with that? And it's, by the way, I'm fine, fine with that. Way. Exactly. I'm fine. Yeah. It's not like it has to happen. <laughs> you know, like I'm not pressing the gas for that. Right. She is. So but, if, you know, if there's some time, okay, we should rest. We should build <laughs> up enough energy for this time to happen. But we are no longer who we used to be. And you just got to accept that. You got to roll with it. You got to, you got to love the, you got to love the fact that you're getting older and that you're watching the younger versions of yourselves. Well, that's why that's I love the best part. so much about your comedy special. When she, when your wife's like, I'm going to go out and you're like, okay. Yeah. She's like, no, look, I'm, I'm going out. You're like, yeah. that whole, that I was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> we fun fact found out that you're a big fan of Yellowstone, which this one is. Obsessed. Very true. It's Obsessed. A, amazing. But you're not done, amazing. right? You're just catching no. up. Where yes, are you? Tell I'm me not. everything. Tell me exactly I'm where you are. Season, I'm on season four. What's just happened? Um, season three. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm when. I'm when it now got. It's now. It's now getting real from the takeover, right? Like you know yes. when. Uh, after after the the brothers had that little spat, and the brother ended up killing. Uh, what was the lead guy? From um, I believe it was like the uh, the Indian. Um, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that that was it. Which is with like the story is just so real, right? Because I've traveled to these parts and I know how important the land is and why the fight over the land becomes what it becomes. But I also love the power that Kevin Costner's character has. Like this man that has built this this ranch, this thing, this this big entity, the brand. That, it's just such a big brand and he runs this town without running the town and things have to go through him. And if they don't, there's consequences and the people that are around is almost, it's like, I hate to say it. This is like the mainstream version of the cartel or, yes. or the drug, the drug game in, in the black community. Like there's, there's different levels to it. This is that, but the drugs are the land. 
And that's what you're trying to gain more access. And that's what you want more of. So from the writing, the the involvement, the characters, uh, I, I just like it. I think all in all, like I've even been searching after the showrunners to see like, uh, how long is this shit going to last? I low key, I'm like, they should stop it just so I can go get the fucking people that developed it and have them come and do some things underneath our umbrella because it's so good. It's so good. Don't you even and, want the damn coffee cup he holds? Like I tried to find it for Christmas oh, for my husband. It's I hot. Want that, like, yeah, it's I want a that ceramic so white. It's so good. Mm-hmm. That coffee. It's so good. Like so I, good. I can say, I can say that that show. Um, and, and through the pandemic, I went back and I got back invested into Billions. Hot. Uh, there was a lot of seasons. Mm-hmm. Billions is a good one, too. Don't you want to sit down with Wendy Rhodes so Yo, bad yeah. and just have her, like, <laughs> yeah, just totally get into your brain? And do you have to watch it on closed caption? Because I don't know what the fuck they're talking yeah, about half the yeah, time. Yeah. I, I watch everything on closed caption. Community. Yeah. Oh, I you do? I watch everything on closed caption. Everything. Yes. Everything has a closed caption on it. And I'm more, I'm more into the, to the TV just because, you know, there's, uh, there's just time to, to watch, time to really invest and, and just be a fan of, of great story evolvement. That's, yeah. that's what I like. How much do you love Beth on Yellowstone? Stop it. What do you mean? How much do I love Beth? She's, she's probably, Badass. I say Kevin Costner her character. Second best character, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Team Jamie say? or Team Casey? Casey. Casey. Oh, so hot. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, no Casey. one who likes Jamie. Who's the person yeah. that likes Casey? He's Jamie? disgusting. No. He's Anyways, gross. I want to be an extra on that show so bad. I want to be a barrel girl. I'll do anything <gasps> to be wow. on that show. And you want to live brand. in the bunker? Who cares? Why would you say about yeah. there's so many opportunities? I bet if they knew that, they would easily implement you in that show. Gotta they be honest, I put it out it. there. No one cares. They <laughs> 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 don't give a shit. <laughs> Um, I know you've got a million things to do. We've talked about it. You'll have to go soon because um, you've got your family right calm there. Calm down. Don't yeah, leave I will us. calm down. Um, but real quickly, uh, another thing that I uh, deduced from your conversation with Jerry is you do a check-in. When you're in the mm-hmm. gym, how are you feeling today? What are you doing? What's your vibe right now? A daily check-in. I'm into it. My my vibe is, is extremely, it's extremely high in present. Um, that's, that's this new kick that I'm on. Just being Mm. present, Mm. being mindful of myself and my personal level of happiness. And I, and I think when you, when you really are, um, into just taking care of you, it gives you the opportunity to be a better person for other people. Right. And, and I think over my years of being so crazy, being so busy, I got wrapped up into busy, busy, busy that, that I didn't check on me. And my mornings, my mornings are the time to dedicate, um, you know, me to me. Like, I can talk to myself before my trainers get there. I can take a run. I can take a bike ride. I can get on my rowing machine. There's so many things that I can do, but it's where I lock in to just me. And I know it may sound, you know, unideal, but talking to yourself and understanding yourself and hearing yourself out, uh, that's my new shit. And it's, and it's, it's just making me, uh, it's, it's giving me more of a, more of a uplifting and vibrant presence to date in my house and my surroundings and my company. Um, I just find myself just being a little more energized, a little more happy because I feel like I'm constantly working on me as well Mm. and not other things. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. 
And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Another really fun episode for us, Aaron, as you know, Brian Bumgarner, Kevin from The Office. He was so awesome telling us about why The Office is just as popular today as it was a decade ago. He also told a really funny story about how no one knew who they were and his first time at the Golden Globes and a bunch of other things that we loved. I loved how he, I think they were hammered, right? At some point, yeah. at some party or whatever. I mean, Athens we can all ballet with a park. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Going to our first Emmys together, which was like, we were, I mean, we really were the Beverly Hillbillies. I mean, <laughs> I, I told this story. I, Oscar Nunez reminded me, I had this little, little bungalow house up in the, Beverly, what do they call it? Uh, Beverly Hills PO. 
which which is the post office box that says <laughs> 90210, but you're really not in Beverly Hills. Like I don't, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. And that was the we I was the closest house to the the Beverly Hilton for the Golden Globes. It was there, he was reminding me, it was like, you know, we showed up at the Golden Globes the first time when Steve actually won in a Honda Civic. We yes. like pulled up to the front door. Me, David Denman, who played Roy, and Oscar Nunez, and maybe one more. And it was like, we were like, where do we park? They're like, you can't park? What are you talking about? There's no parking here. And we were, oh, oh. And like David Denman like, went and valeted at Trader Vic's or something or at the Starbucks and like walked Two hour back. limit, was, yeah. You guys Worth get the to ticket. get off, I guess. I mean, but like, we, like that really was us. I can't, I know it was like, I... Um, and all of those experiences that us going to, you know, being together for such a long time and starting yeah. at that net. And then, yeah. you know, when the success started happening, it, it definitely made it that much more rewarding. The Globes is where everybody gets hammered, right? That's yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you show up in a Honda Civic. I mean, it, come on. What do you remember? Where, did you guys just say, let's go for it? This is like our night out. A hundred percent. Well, and this <laughs> this tells you even more. Was that that year, and and this was all sort of um, sort of the the turning point of the show, actually, in a lot of ways. This was um, uh, midway, so it was, it was like January, you know, end of December, which would have been our second season. We were like struggling, struggling to stay on the air, and really, we were dead like four times before that. We weren't going to go, and then Forty Year Old Virgin came out, and suddenly, right before that, we had the the first Christmas episode we did, which was the first time we went above 10 million viewers on a Thursday. Wow. Oh, that's kind of a big number. And and Steve was nominated for a Golden Globe. The show wasn't nominated. And we watched, this is part of it. We watched the ceremony. We weren't allowed inside. They would oh. they were like, no, you're not. You're not coming inside. <laughs> the NBC had set up a, a you know, there's all the parties that are going on in different areas of the yeah. Golden Globes. And their party was on the roof of the parking garage. This is not a joke. On the outdoor roof of the parking garage, they had set up a tent and there was a party. And we were there and we we all drank a lot. Like a yes. lot, lot. Brown, and red, purple, blue, all, all of the it. colors. It was, it was all the colors. <laughs> all of the colors. And then and he wasn't supposed to win. We thought this is our one party ever. Let's go go um and then steve won and that that night i will i truly i like that that's just one of those nights like i didn't even win any none of us won anything steve won but he showed up afterward and we like tackled him and i mean it was it was a crazy crazy night one of my favorite pictures of us and you could look it up there was um and i i noticed recently because i told this story to someone I was reminding someone uh, I think it was Jenna Fisher on on the podcast I went and looked at the picture and I was like oh you can't see it but they had um like the gigantic like chocolate fondue you know fountains oh, mm-hmm. and I of course tried some dripped it right down the shirt just I mean just <laughs> r- all the way right down the shirt and and anyway there was like a I think it's a tv guide like photo booth thing that they had and Steve mm-hmm. came up he had he had won and it was like We'll never forget that night. And we all crammed. Oh, there was like 20 of us crammed mm-hmm. into the little photo booth and I, with the chocolate on my thing. But I realized that in the photo, at least I kind of turned. So yeah, I'm a, like a side view. So you can't actually see what an idiot 
I was. That's amazing. You mentioned that that was a turning point for you guys. And prior to that, now hard to believe that you were struggling to even stay on air. For you, was there a moment, Brian, where all of a sudden you realize I can't go to the coffee shop, to the restaurant, to like, oh, this thing is is big now. I'm, I'm here and the Honda Civic is is no longer allowed. I can't drink all door. the colors oh, in public well, anymore. That we still do. <laughs> back in the Honda Civic. Uh, of course, I never would have done that. Um, I, you know, it was gradual, I think, for us because, you know, early on, um, we were struggling and truly believed that that we would be canceled. There was something that was happening even early on that kind of gave us pause. We didn't talk about it so much, but, you know, this was back, you know, 15 years ago, whatever. And Nielsen ratings, that was the big thing, right? Yeah. They're little boxes. Have you ever met anyone with a Nielsen box? This always plagues me. Who's got the box? That there you that is that's the where's thing. the box? Where's it's the not, box? Yeah, where, uh, but, uh, where is this said I, box? Um, I, I yes, that's right. So people say the ratings, this many people are watching. Well, it's really based on some complicated formula of the, yeah. the Wilson boxes. And your point is exactly right. That I, we sort of started having some anecdotal evidence, like college, and we <laughs> sort of went. No one in college in a dorm has a deal <laughs> box. Like no, no one is sort of calculating that. I think in sports right. actually, it works very similarly in a way. Like there's sometimes something becomes kind of uh, culty, or everyone's talking about it, but it's not reflected in that way. I think that was kind of starting to happen a little bit. This is actually a true crimes podcast. We've exposed the Nielsen box ratings. <laughs> Mystery has been solved. There is no Nielsen box. That's, that's Cereal. Right. That's, yeah. That's right. Um, but I'll tell you, so it was definitely gradual. And let's be honest. Um, I, at the very least, I have a distinctive head. Let's just put <laughs> it that way. And so there were times, actually my favorite story that I have not told in a really long time, but I was shooting a movie somewhat afterward and John Krasinski, my co-star was in the movie and Mandy Moore was in the movie and wow. we, were, we were in uh, Canada and we were shooting at a sushi place. I mean, this is a long time ago, but still they were John Krasinski and that was Mandy Moore. And we had like three people come up to the table to ask me to take a picture and they're <gasps> sitting right no. there. They're sitting right, no, and no, it's like no one sees them. So that happens um, for me. But the crazy thing is, which wasn't your question, is that now the show, and, and really the reason, the idea about doing the podcast now was based on, and it's funny, we talked about it in like a true crime way. I said, I want to do the podcast like it's a true crime. And the question is this, why is this show now? that we haven't shot in seven years. Why is it bigger now? Yeah, why, why? On the air. And why is it, why is it now not just bigger than that? It's the, it's the most watched show in television right now. Mm-hmm. Like new shows, the stranger things, all the like hot new stuff. More people are consuming and watching the show now. And so it's like, why? Do, and What's the, the answer? answer is, I don't really you know. <laughs> But I think that the at least the smartest thing that I figured out is that when we were on set, this was early on when we were struggling, struggling, struggling. 
there was a there was some stat that kept going around, and I don't remember what the number was, but it was something like 200 million people in America work in an office. So if we can get 10% of those people to watch, or 5% of those people mm-hmm. to watch, like we've got to, we're good. Like we're great. Yeah. And I think that what we didn't realize was at the time and through today that we were building a show, sure, that, that was about that. But the parallel between an unreasonable boss who makes you do unreasonable things uh, with a group of people that you're not choosing to be with, how well that translates to an unreasonable teacher who makes you do unreasonable assignments, sitting next to people you may not choose to sit next to for year after year after year after year, and how the archetypes of the characters are so universal that that sort of shared experience of being a group of people against an unreasonable authority figure, how well that translates. And I think really that's, that's the smartest answer for, I think, because now it's like, 12 year olds, 13 year olds, you brought up camp. I mean, I'm talking to 12 year olds now. And it's like, why are you watching sexual harassment episode? That is (laughs) definitely not when the blow up doll comes in. You should not. Where are your parents? I'm going to tell you why I think it's so successful as a viewer and uh, incredible supporter is because you guys say what we're now not allowed to say in any situation and having I used to work in human resources which I had zero business working in human resources I would get drunk on my lunch break but it's this idea that you can't do those things but you guys would do them and so and and also like breaking that I still I'm in tv and I don't is it the fourth wall I don't know what wall it is any wall that you broke and being able to look into the camera and have those testimonial moments and say all the things like that's just the hilarity for me is is doing and saying things that we're not supposed to be saying or doing yeah well chris uh, that uh, the really uh, i mean this this boggles to, to talk exactly about what you're talking about like how crazy society and the world has become and even then you know there was a, and by the way this is all positive i'm not i don't cancel me here but we Never. eventually had to do sexual harassment seminars right like at nbc universal we were required to do sexual harassment seminars. As a cast? As the whole cast? cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Were you guys in character? (laughs) As a group, as a whole. No, everyone to do. And it was like, you know, 90 minutes, two hours. And it was once a year. We had to do the thing, sit there and sign in and all the stuff. And no joke, the HR reps, which maybe it was you, who came in and they showed the videos. They were showing videos from our show about <laughs> with the red-haired girl, the red-haired girl. <laughs> yes, they're they're showing us videos of what we can't do. Amazing, and it's like what the, the and no one no one would say like okay this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors. Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen, and it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon Jungle. 
breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And finishing up some of our highlights of guests that we've had so far this year on the Calm Down podcast, Pat McAfee. Everyone loves him. Everyone knows him. And we just talked about anything and everything. His wife's awesome charities and also leaving the NFL. There's some great Peyton Manning stories in this episode as well. When he was, uh, he became an entrepreneur at the young age of five selling <laughs> cigarettes. I mean, it was unbelievable. This guy, my face hurt so bad mm-hmm. talking to him just from smiling so much. T's and P's, how you can use that phrase anywhere. This one was a must listen because we got accepted into the Pat McAfee fan club. Like they loved us. You That's know, an honor. That. So uh, please listen to this one. Have a laugh. Get ready for your face to hurt and enjoy. When did you know that you were going to be good at this whole TV, hosting, radio, all of it? Well, that's very nice of you. I'm not 100% sure that there are some days where I sound like an absolute stooch when I'm talking. No, I mean, you don't. Is, no. Hey, Aaron, I get myself, and I don't know if this happens to you guys because you're so professional. Our show is not, our show is not blocked out, right? There's ideas Great. of potential things that we could talk about. And the boys, that's why the boys are so talented. They can just keep up with whatever, right? And I'm just, 
it's basically just the diaries of almost like a madman while I'm doing the show. And there's sometimes where I get lost. I mean, I'm deep into something. I'm like, oh, how did I get here? How the hell do I get out of here? But I've just, I've always enjoyed conversation. I've always been incredibly curious too. Naturally, I'm a very curious person. And I'm also like one of the most basic humans of all time. If I like something, there's a really good chance that a lot of people like it. If I think something tastes good, there's a really good chance that a lot of people enjoy the taste of it as well. So I'm like incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly curious. Uh, mm -hmm. I like to think of myself as not that intelligent, but I'm pretty observant. And my memory is pretty solid. So you kind of piece all those things together. I still remember what it's like to be a fan of people that talk and listen and shows and things like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm trying to talk to my friends whenever I'm on the show because my friends and I are a dumb group of people. So you have to explain a lot of things. <laughs> no, you're not. But it's, it's one of those things where I've been very, very lucky for the experiences, what I'm potentially good at. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm very, very lucky. But I appreciate that compliment coming from you. And you, Aaron, because uh, you guys are two of the goats in this whole thing. You're very sweet. We know we're just old, but it's just getting oh, no, 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 you no, up no. and let you rip. Tom hey. Brady is made looking old. Damn good. I'm over that old shit. I don't care anymore. Aaron, you <laughs> killed us. I thought I gave you a great intro too. Carissa, I, I don't know if you heard it. I gave Aaron. Oh, God. Aaron, that was Aaron, Aaron doesn't want to be, um, you know, under the spotlight. She's good in it, but she doesn't like it. I like it. I'm like, do we have anything else? Do we have any more time for some intros? Ah. Hey, by the way, speaking of some stat lines on one another, you're May 2nd. We're May 4th. You we are? Need to have oh. a, we need to have a joint birthday party, Cinco de Mayo style. We have the same birthday. You're on the 2nd. I think we need to make this happen. Sponsored by Don Julio. Yeah. Hey, I'm oh, in. Hey, I am on in. It. Hey, I'm sorry I missed all your guys' birthdays, by the way. I've been celebrating mine so hard. Like, by the time May 4th comes, I'm normally passed out. Happy birthday. I missed a lot of them. I we were going to talk to you that. about that. That's all yeah. May I, is a great month to be born. Stubborn asses. We're stubborn. Mm -hmm. I got so mad at my mom, well, later on in life when I started drinking heavily, that she couldn't hold me in for the fifth because I'm like, how kick-ass would it have been to have a Cinco de Mayo birthday? I was born... 111 in the morning on May 4th. So she couldn't hold me in so fast, so quickly. Her labor, everything was. I was almost born in the Dotson of my parents' car. It was a quick, quick, she's in, she's out delivery. That my dad said if I was a boy, it was either going to be Yaz or Dotson. So she, there was yeah. no way she was holding me in. Do you have a good delivery story? Cause like May babies are crazy. Well, so uh, by the way, great to hear that. That year wasn't a long labor. You know what I mean? That, that is great. Yeah, that's all if it had been, you know? Hey, season peas that are long labors out there. I've heard it is tough out there. And hopefully one day my wife and I will be able to have a, a child and I'll be blessed with that. My kid will be a nightmare for sure. I am very scared of what my child is potentially going to be a demon out there. Um, the only thing that's ever said about my labor is that my head was just so like, I have a very large cranium. Extra large helmet in the NFL, big hats. We're talking big. I guess my what mom holds. I don't. I don't. I don't really wear fitteds. It's big. It's like seven and something eighths, whatever it is. Kevin Mensch. Do we remember three, four, him? The seven eight. Who? Kevin Mensch with the Rangers back in the day when I worked baseball for ESPN. Uh, he was like a seven and a half. It was like one of the biggest heads out there. Yeah. Large cranium on me, and my mom says that it's been this way since birth. So it's never talked about in a glowing light, my birth. It's always yeah. like when I came into the world, it's always like 
Hey, that was a painful day and everything changed that day, but it's great. I love my parents. I was born in McGee's Women's Hospital in Pittsburgh. Of course. Um, I think it Sally. came out Is of Is it nowhere. your mom's name, Sally? Yeah, Sally's an angel. Sally Cutie. Is. What a great name. Like Sally, Aaron and I love the movie Steel Magnolias and I just immediately think of Sally Fields and any yeah. woman named Sally is just a sweet little angel. Well, Sally Ann McAfee, I mean, she is a sweet little angel, but she does hold grudges. I mean, she, she, she do you will get into hate it? some people. Huh? No, I'm just teasing. I said, do you want yeah. to get into it? Your I want to hear her. What's her biggest grudge she holds against you besides the size of your oh. head? Well, against me, I don't know. Her, me and my mom are good. We have been good for like the last 15 years. You know, there was a time there though where we hated each other. She hated me. I was very hateable. I understand that as yeah. I was trying to go through my entire high school life and existence. But were you a bad kid? Really Why? At, well, were you like that, a partier or were you rebelled or you just, you know, questioned authority? Why were you bad? Yeah, me and uh, me and authority, not really necessarily the greatest. I, my peers always seemed to like yeah. me. Teachers, okay. principals cops, you name it. There's always seemed to be a little bit of a disagreement here because I would like to talk about why they feel the way they feel mm -hmm. and why I feel the way I feel. I just so happen to be a nine or a 10 year old who's probably shouldn't be giving my, you know, my opinions on situations. So my mom had to deal with a lot of that. I had a, I had a cigarette sales operation going in fifth grade where I would buy cigarettes for 25 cents and sell them for 50 cents. And I almost got expelled and sent to boarding school for that. I mean, my mom had to answer a lot of questions for me. Hey, look, it doesn't those. say businessman on Wikipedia for no reason. Right. You know, you how do you think this, think this guy's buying a plane already? Yeah. Bitch was so selling cigarettes mom, at age five. So my mom, I don't know how old you are in fifth grade. Is that, how old is that? Is that I in don't there? know. I think you're like 12. Yeah. Right? Cause yeah. Or 11, 12. Cause junior high, you start like 13, 14. I don't know. What do I know? I wanted extras. I just wanted extras. There was this grape juice that was came in this little, uh, I forget what it was. It tasted great. It was like 50 cents though. And it was an extra on top of lunch. And uh, my parents didn't make a lot of money, obviously, like a lot of people. And I didn't want to ask them for the extras every day because the, the lunch price was here's a buck, here's a buck, here's a buck. And I wanted extras. Everybody was eating it. So I started hustling and uh, I started selling cigarettes for like 25 cents a pop. I get them, I get 50 cents in return. And my, I was selling everybody. Seniors in high school, all the way down to sixth graders. You know, I was moving, and uh, so much so that I had a full carton. I actually moved all the way up to like a carton. I had a pretty good operation going, and wow. then somebody ratted me out. And uh, snitches get stitches. But Sally, Sally went in there and said, "Isn't this a good thing, though? Like, shouldn't we be, shouldn't we be potentially looking at the bright side of this?" She had to go to bat for me, but not everybody felt that way. So I love my mom. She is sweet, but she uh, she will hate people too, which is awesome. I think, I think that's I, good. Yeah, I think I think you should be I think you should be worried about someone that likes everyone, you know, they okay, don't like everyone. Give me yeah, a break. My mom always said this. Hey, Carissa, don't worry if people don't like you. You don't like everyone. I'm like, well, that's a fair point, Kathy. So I always say that because people get so upset whenever people say negative things on the Internet. And I used to kind of get upset as well. But if you don't like me, there's a good chance I'm not going to like you. Like, so yeah. this is a good thing. We've kind of encountered each other. We've experienced each other. You don't like me. I don't know you. I hate you. Let's just keep it moving and have a good time. That is, it's a great way to view things. With that, everybody, happy holidays. Thank you guys so much for supporting us on this journey where we bumble through and figure out how to even have a podcast. We've loved every minute of it and we appreciate you. Have a safe and happy and healthy new year. And don't forget, you know, if you need to tell people at the uh, Christmas dinner table or around the tree, or if you're doing the whole FaceTiming thing because you can't be with your loved ones, 
If someone's bothering you or if someone's telling a dramatic story, always go with, calm down. Just calm (laughs) down. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 